Welcome to the So Fat Music Cast from Fat Welshie Productions. This podcast will be bringing local raw talent and their music to you in podcast land. Our aim is to bring an eclectic mix of people and hopefully introduce you to the wealth of talent from across South Wales. Cool. Um, yeah, so today on our podcast, we are taking a little bit of a uh, diversion, I suppose, from our regular programming. Um, I've been lucky enough to be in contact with uh, one of the organisers of a local night in Cardiff journey. Um, they are predominantly a trance um, night in Cardiff, which um, I've learned today have been around for about 16 years, as I was told. Um, but yeah, we have Joe Byrne with us. Um, and he's going to have a chat with us about the, the trance scene and everything that was going in Cardiff. So thanks for coming along, Joe. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me down, Pete. Awesome. Um, so yeah, as I said, Journey's been around for about 16 years, which is something that I didn't realise. So um, yeah, um, tell us a bit about it from its infancy days and uh, and how it came to be in where it is now. Yeah, sure. Um, well, like I was saying, Journey's been around since 2004. Um We've always been the sort of night that bubbles under. Um, so there's obviously been bigger nights in Cardiff. There's been bigger nights that have come down to Cardiff. Um, but we've always done what we've done. We've enjoyed what we've done. And um, we've got by. Um, back in 2004, I wasn't involved myself back then. It was run by Hal Matthews, Stu Grady, Simon Bignelli and Richard Knight. There might have been a couple of others involved then. And uh, that was back in the Emporium. Uh, which was a fantastic club for Cardiff. Um, yeah, good old Emporium. It's come up a couple of times. It's a shame it's gone. It is, yeah. Um, but uh, I'd not long moved down to Cardiff um, and was uh, just started university, and I was looking for a night out, and the Emporium was by far the best club I'd been to um, when I went to Time Flies there and uh, a couple of other nights. But um, uh, I'd moved down from Liverpool, um, and I was into trance, and I was looking for that sort of thing, and all of a sudden... Journey came out. Uh, there was a couple of other things going on as well at the same time, but Journey by far was one of the best trance experiences I'd had in a venue, and that was in the Emporium. Um, the first ever event they had, uh, this was a couple of months before Above and Beyond done their Essential Mix, which went massive. It ended up being voted the Essential Mix of the Year, I think, and even then, I think the Essential Mix of the Decade after that. But um, we had them... Just before they they really hit the big time to get above and beyond in a small venue like that was was absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, we we had a few successful events in there, um, and then unfortunately the Emporium closed, um, we, which meant we were out on a limb. Um, and from then it was a struggle to get venues, and you know we we'd, we'd go around and see a couple of venues on Mill Lane, and again we get great DJs down. We'd have the likes of Kyron Albert and Stoneface and Terminal. Gareth Emery, um, Ronsky Speed we had as well, uh, Simon Patterson, um, all again, small venues, small crowds, but we were keeping it going, we were keeping the scene ticking away and alive in Cardiff, um, usually in the absence of anybody else bringing these sorts of artists down as well.
I've, I mean, I've been around a bit. I've like I said before, like, I don't get out much at the moment because um, I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> you can't you can't see the grey because I shave it. Um, but yeah, I mean, trance nights are not that popular. I don't think in Cardiff. I've I've never really. No, I've noticed obviously a lot of the the band nights and things going around. But a trance night is something I think I've always thought was uh, missing from Cardiff. Um, so it's good that Journey is still keeping that alive and keeping that going. Yeah, and. Um we actually between about 2007 and 2012 I think everyone sort of who was involved in Journey at the time went their separate ways this was about the time I started to learn how to DJ myself um, hoping you know I could get involved in Journey at some point and then to find it had gone um, and then yeah Journey went dark for five years um, in the meantime I, I managed to get quite involved in escaping Swansea um, and was able to sort of build a name for myself in the Swansea scene uh, so when Journey came back in 2012, it was only um, out of the original crew. It was only Hal uh, and Stu um, that had sort of teamed up. They'd found a venue again on Mill Lane, uh, which was Aura, um, and they had a good idea for, for sort of bringing it back and um, get, getting us built up again. Um, so that was great while we were in Aura, um, but again, the curse struck and uh, a, a few events down the line, uh, we're out of a venue again. I'm starting to, th- I'm starting to see a bit, <laughs> of a bit of a trend going on here. <laughs> Generally, yeah, we are known as the uh, club killers uh, <laughs> in the local scene, uh, quite affectionately, I hope. Yeah, I hope so too, because I mean, you, you still wanted to be involved with these people? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm hoping we had nothing to do with the clubs themselves because we we brought in popular nights into those uh, into those venues. Yeah, I, I doubt that very much. <laughs> I mean, it, it is it does seem to be a sign of the times, you know, like with the whole you know, to hate, hate to say it, like, like the financial crisis and all that crap. Um, but yeah, it just seems to be a sign of the times. But I mean, it, it's coming back in a big way now. I think, and, yeah. and it's good that, that that's that is cracking on. 
you, you mentioned that. I mean, Crean came to Cardiff last year, um, and again, because of the lack of a venue, I think they ended up in the Philharmonic, which which a few events have, and essentially it is just a pub, um, not really where you'd expect a yeah. dingy underground night to be. Um, so yeah, we've, we've after Aurora, we went to uh, uh, Saint Saint Mary Street. Um, there was six a.m. club there. And again, that lasted a few events, a few very successful events. We ran a couple of Good New Year's Eve events in there. Uh, that went. Um, we went over the road to the bunker. And then the venue wasn't quite working for us. Uh, so when 6 a.m. reopened as Karma, um, we, we went back in there again. Um, but previously, we'd have access to the whole three floors. The new manager would just sort of restrict us to the top floor. So it was getting quite difficult to promote the venue I suppose um, and we wanted something a bit more professional as well because as, as good as the events were it just didn't quite have the infrastructure for a lot of people I can say that now because it's just closed yeah uh, so I don't think I'm, I, I don't think I'm doing anyone any harm by saying that um, and then for about two or three years after that then up until about last year we went into the Welsh Club and we had um, probably some of our biggest events in the Welsh Club I would say uh, we got quite brave with the sort of artists we were getting down. So we'd have uh, the likes of Menno de Jong, um, and he's just about to retire now, so I'm glad we got him when we did. Is uh, that part of the curse as well, that he's like... You know, <laughs> probably. You yeah, just, you, not, just, not just a club killer, you're killing <laughs> off the DJs as well. He's like, do you know what? I play Journey now, I think I'm just going to retire. <laughs> um, I joke, of course. <laughs> Fingers crossed that's not the case. Um I'm thinking about Club Yuba Bach, now the Welsh Club. So uh, we had uh, Menno de Jong, we had uh, Airwave do an open to close set, which was absolutely fantastic. That's something that we always wanted to do since um, since the early days at Journey. And, to, you know, to tick these things off and to get these artists into Cardiff or even Wales for the first time is, is, is brilliant. Um, and we had Mark Sherry down, um, Shock. Uh, we had uh, Guy Barone down as well. That was a great night. Um what we have had our eye on over the last few years is obviously the vaults came up about what, seven or eight years ago. I think the vaults right, first okay. came into existence. Um, we knew that was a great venue for um, uh, an, an, an event and we just wanted to sort of get in there. Now, what's happened recently is, um, as, as you mentioned before, you're getting a bit older now and that is sort of our crowd. I think we have to admit it. We do get a few youngsters, yeah. but predominantly our, our, our crowd is getting older and they're getting married off and they're having babies and whatnot. Uh, so it's, uh, what can we do to try so and get So inconsiderate. <laughs> so inconsiderate of you people. How dare you go off and have lives and families and things. <laughs> Should be out there, you know, supporting Journey and supporting trance.
but it's, it's a case of life. How is Club Land changing to make it easier for these people to get back, in, back out there and, and, and raving again when they've got these other commitments, when it's not as convenient to be out all night until the early hours of uh, Sunday morning? Um, now, a, a new thing that seems to be developing is uh, date parties. Yeah. So I go down to London a lot. Um, we, we, we do a lot of day parties in London. It's fantastic for us because we get up in the morning, we get on the coach, uh, we do a day's raving, we get on the last coach home, and we're back home in bed, tucked up by midnight, one o'clock. Um, so it suits us at my age, and what we find is that these things are generally gaining popularity. So when we went to the vaults uh, last year, I think we did our first event, uh, we collaborated with um, Sam Mitchum, okay. who is... Um, he runs uh, Wax Format right. uh, throughout the UK, many successful events, and internationally as well, because he does a lot of events in uh, Ibiza. Um, and he also runs Digital Society in Leeds, and uh, I think he's just started uh, the last year or so running a, uh, an event called Liberation, uh, which is in Fabric in London wow. as well. So all these are big trance events. Um, yeah, yeah, really getting uh, getting out there. And Liberation London, again, is a, is a day event as well. Um, I was at the last one uh, last week because I was DJing at the after party. Um, but yeah, it's a crazy atmosphere because it's still daytime. Everyone's wide awake. Yeah. Um, and really enjoying themselves. You get better atmosphere in those sort of day parties as, 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 than, than you do in the night parties, I suppose. Um, so all the elements were coming into place uh, this time last year. We had uh, we, we were collaborating with um, Sam Mitchum. We gave us access to lots of great artists. Uh, we were going into the vaults for the first time. We were doing something that Cardiff hadn't really seen before in the form of a day party. I'm sure they have gone on, but we were really trying to push yeah, that. As a, yeah, absolutely. As, 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 as a, it's as usually a just the festival sort yeah, of scene, exactly. really, isn't it? That's during the days, and yeah. then it cuts at about 11, half 11. I mean, even with um the warehouse that opened was it last year was the first year wasn't it the titan yeah, warehouse yeah. um i noticed that their their party was only or their, their rave was i think it was 11 till 11 till 11 yeah. or something silly like that as well um i remember reading about people complaining about the noise um <laughs> during the day and you're thinking do you know it's, it's during the day people out there probably cutting their lawns <laughs> and stuff which is probably louder but yeah but yeah no i, I can see where you're going with the with the whole day thing so um so when it all fitted into place then and with the vaults and that, was that sort of like, is that the way that Journey are going to keep going? Is that just keeping it during the day or are they still going to be doing the nights as well? Well, we hope, well, we're probably going to do a blend of stuff. Thing is, we never know, we never we, we never plan that far ahead with Journey um, because the, as I've explained already, you know, the, um, the wider environment keeps changing. Um, our audience is changing. Um, the venues in Cardiff keep changing. So we never want to plan too far ahead uh, because plans can easily change. Yeah. So generally, I'm, you know, we take things one step at a time, uh, one event at a time, um, and we see how that goes, and we see what worked, what didn't work, and then we start planning the next one as well. So um, you know, a few years ago, we were doing an event every month um, because we had the knowledge that it was... Um, sustainable yeah sustainable exactly um now we're probably a bit more cautious because our events are bigger um yeah. we want to make sure that we are doing our research getting the sort of artists that our crowd want to see and that they will come out for um and bit stuck it's all right it's gone blank i'm so sorry it's all right no no, no <laughs> honestly it's not a problem um, I'll just 
edit it all out. Thanks. It's fine. Um, but no, yeah, definitely. Like you're saying about the artists that you've got coming down on people that want that they yeah. want to see in that. Um, I mean, wow, well, headliner for next week or two weeks, Marky G. Yeah, doesn't get much bigger than that. I mean, I've still got tapes of his from yeah. back in the day. You know, that's that is a amazing. Um, well, signing really to get get that sort of artist down here. It's still going strong. Because um, I noticed, I was saying a couple of weeks ago that I've noticed a lot of um, the old school, or we call them old school DJs, are still going strong. Vinyl Groover, Slipmat, Vibes, mm-hmm. um, all the hardcore people. I mean, Armin van Buren as well, he's mm-hmm. still got his trance night out in Ibiza, which is just going from strength to strength. I think his State of Trance podcast is up to almost a thousand now. Yeah, well, it will be next year. Yeah, they've just know? had the, um, the 950 celebration last week in uh, Utrecht. Yeah. That's, I, I remember I read about the night. I think it was, oh no, it was 8.50. Crikey, I yeah, might, yeah. I've missed 100 somewhere. Sorry, Armin, I really apologise. I've missed 100 somewhere. I think I got, um, in, I, me and my wife, uh, we, I think we got engaged at the 7.50 um, celebrations. It was, it, was, it was that morning uh, of, so yeah, that, that will always ring with wow. me, yeah. And then then you know, baby's due on the, the 9.50 and then, you know, <laughs> no, do, the, do the 10.50, you have a few more and... Well, Jenny's my baby and... Uh, <laughs> That's the way it's but he still moment. loves you, whoever, whichever you are. He still loves you, I'm sure of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm in Van Buren. I went out a few years ago, um, and Ashwire was absolutely packed yeah. for for his night or day, actually. Yeah. Again, yeah. day yeah. party. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's great. But going back to the headliners, you've got Marky G, you've got Mario Pugh as well, I yeah. noticed, and Lange as well. I mean, wow. That's sort of... You can't get... I've been... Yeah. Like goosebumps ever since I found out. It's like, oh my days. So, uh, so yeah, is it sort of, was that sort of um, something that you wanted to do with those those artists that are from, from back in the 90s, early 2000s? Is it more about getting those people back in now because of the changing dynamic of your, of the crowd? Well, again, we always want to keep our options open and we, we tend to mix between getting new and current artists and, you know, going for more classic bass nights as well. And what this does with our collaboration with Sam Mitchum that we've been doing at the or we did at the vaults last year and we're repeating again this year, um, Sam's Wax Format Night is exclusively vinyl in the main room. Um, so first of all, when we're looking to book artists, uh, those that don't or won't play vinyl are automatically um, eliminated as well. But we know there's a big um, hard dance following in Cardiff. That's why Bionic was strong for so many years. Um, And with them gone a little bit, yes, we have sort of um, had a look to see if we can sort of tap into uh, that market as well. And we've always had a hard dance element at Journey. When we were in um, Mill Lane, the Red Rooms, uh, we would have a hard room, the Trauma Ward, as we used to call it back then. That was uh, Stu Grady's um, project. Um, and they even had a successful couple of spin-off nights as well. So we've always had that hard dance element. Um, when we were in um, uh, when we were in um, the Welsh Club, we had Demond and Shock, as I mentioned before. Um, so with this one, we appreciate it's probably a little bit more uh, towards the harder edge than uh, the, the trancier edge. But uh, we do think there's going to be a mixture on the day. And for those who want more trancy stuff, we are running an after party in the evening as well in... Um, on, on Churchill Way at um, uh, 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 Chapel 1877. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's good. Fab. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be there for the whole thing. Okay, like, great. I've, I've literally, I've, I've wiped my calendar and I'm going to be there for Stock the whole thing. Sleep. Absolutely. 
I will need that. <laughs> bit of Pro Plus. Sleeping's cheating. As yeah, absolutely. Bit of Pro Plus. <laughs> you know, other caffeine tablets are available. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's that's going to be my uh, my drug of choice, I think, for that night. But yeah, I'll be there for the for the whole thing. So you going back to obviously you said about the the whole the vinyl, mm-hmm. the um, you know purely vinyl nights. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, are you finding that it's kind of thing? I don't how to always like is it. Is it is it easy to find um, DJs that have got vinyl collections? Because obviously, with everything changing back a few years ago, a lot of people probably just went, do you know what? I'm not going to need my records anymore. Yeah. I'm going to go on to MP3 or WAV file, whatever. Um, but I do still see like photos on Instagram of um, other DJs as well that do still have all their vinyl collection. Like I know um, uh, Daniel Billy Bunter, yep. he's still got all his vinyls, and you, you see him advertising them all the time. I think there was a photo last week of him with his prodigy one of his Prodigy albums. Um, Brandon Block, I know he's got extensive vinyl collection, same as Jaguar Skills and, and things like that. So you haven't, you're not running out of artists to, to find or anything like that? Is it is well, it still quite easy? Well, I'm assuming that every, you know, we're probably the majority of DJs from sort of back in the day, late, you know, late 90s, early 2000s and beyond have um, probably still got their extensive vinyl collection from, 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 from then. Um now, if Hal Matthews was here, he'd probably be the best person to speak about this because he's a big vinyl junkie. Um, and if you go into his sort of rave cave uh, where, where he mixes in the house, uh, it is just a wall of vinyl, pretty much. Um, and that would be if he had his way. Uh, you know, digital never would have came in and never yeah. would be DJing it because there, there, there is a more theatrical element to it. There's more chance that things can go wrong. There's more risk when yeah. you're playing. Um, you know, the slightest bump can knock the needle. Um, but uh, it's a lot more fun as well, and the audience can engage, I think, more with uh, the DJ when you know they're, they're showing the records in the air, and yeah, and, yeah. and and they can physically see the effects that they're doing, and you know, live, etc. Um, so it, it's the great thing about working with Sam Mitchum is he knows a lot of the artists who've worked for him before, yeah. um, who have got vinyl, and it's quite surprising because he's had the likes of you know Richard Durand in um, headlining a wax format event in London, um, and he's done a fantastic uh, wax only um, set. Menno de Jong, who I was talking about earlier, he um, one of his final sets now. I saw him play a vinyl only set in Liberation last week, and again the atmosphere and yeah. everything like that was was just amazing. Um, now going back to the artists that we've booked um i, th- I think a case of it is, is just seeing if they do want to play and if they if they can play by vinyl if they can't then we, we can't book them for this specific event but you know if we want them we will get them for yeah a, 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 another one um but richie knight was very very keen on uh, mario pew um he, he used to be a massive fan of him um you know in the early 2000s when uh the vision and uh, uh, communication and those sort of tunes are out, um, and it has been one one of his sort of um, t- on on his tick list of things to do. Yeah, you know, while journey's going on is to get Mario Pugh down, and again, it's the sort of name that you don't see on a liner. No, no, absolutely. Ho- hopefully, it's a big selling point. Somebody answers the phone. phone, 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 phone. Answer the phone. 
Absolutely goes like I said when I saw it. I'm like, that is going to be insane. But as well with uh, with going forward with the vinyl sets as well, you're saying about the theatrics and stuff. Um, I think yeah, it's it's a good thing for um, for up and coming uh, clubbers, ravers, um, even DJs, I suppose, to see how vinyl was yeah. back in the day. You know, again going back back in the day, everything seems to be coming back full circle. Um, and you know, would they miss out on, on how much, it it or what it was like? Because all they see is just flashing lights on a deck. Yeah. Right. Okay. Here we go. I was talking to, like I said, Dave Jones from Time Flies the other week, um, and he was mentioning that it is just DJing by numbers, mm. um, and that's yeah, it, that's that's how it's working. I mean, I would, like I said to him, I would never even dream of trying to beat match any vinyl. I'd be yeah completely screwed. I wouldn't know where to start. But thinking back as well to a time flies event um again i spoke to dave which came up about this dave um dj torsha was playing one of the time flies birthdays events alongside paul van dyke and i'll remember that he actually had the needle on the deck and he was tapping on the deck to get the beat going like with the with no record they're just tapping away on it and you're thinking craig you know what? that's that's something that you wouldn't get these days people that say they can scratch for example you know it's just moving a plate back and forth it's not actual physically scratching anything anymore so i mean are you hoping that that will entice other people in now that you've got these vinyl only sets and you're going to get new ravers new clubbers in and hopefully spurn a new generation of trance you know trance heads well that's that's always the goal you know we always want to we always want to appeal and try and get new people in um and for the most part you know we do we 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 tend to find that our numbers increase uh on events uh especially when we go bigger like what we've got on next week um, but I mean, with 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 vinyl, you, if you, you'd never ever accuse anyone uh, back then of uh, playing a pre-recorded set. Um, um, with, uh, but yeah, there, 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 there is theatrics to it. Now, 
me and Howell are on different ends of the divide because I never learned on vinyl um, and he holds that against me really um, <laughs> because he, d- he he never sees people who've learned digitally as proper DJs and I sort of respect that as well you know absolutely um, but maybe me and him do things a little bit differently and um, th- that's absolutely fine I haven't got the room in my house for, uh, for vinyl and I haven't got the inclination to learn now um, no, I wouldn't it's, it's, and the <laughs> price of it is rocketing as well you know yeah. I, I had to look for a 12 inch single a couple of weeks ago and it was like Ten pound just for a for, for a single, yeah. And you're like, right, okay. Well, if you want to scratch, you'd have to buy double. So that's twenty quid just for just for one song, and that's like that's not even you know a little bit of a set. <laughs> so, um, but the way Hal describes it, when um, his sort of journey into DJing and that, like you know, there is uh, something that I envy there, I suppose, because he he talks about uh, you know he'd go down to Catapult on a Saturday um, and you know he'd have a look at new releases and he'd know you know he'd, he'd be mates with Stu Grady so Stu Grady would you know take out any cut selection and you know any cut choices for him um, but it's just that you know you've got to get out of the house you've got to go down to town you've got you've got limited money uh, you can only probably buy th- you know three tracks um, you've got a selection here um, and you know you've got to buy you, you, it doesn't matter whether you, you know you can mix them or not you, you're going to buy them there and then you're going to take them home you're going to practice and essentially, you know, in this day and age, you go on Beatport, you have a look at the top 10 and you have a look at artist charts and um, it, it's all essentially, it is all essentially yeah. done for you. And, you know, to not be a, a sort of standard run-of-the-mill bedroom DJ, you've got to sort of venture outside and look, look where else you can get tunes from, I suppose. But uh, when Howell talks about the days when he used to do that, yes, I do feel that you would have been a lot more involved, I suppose. In, uh, in 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 your craft um yeah, and you would have been definitely. a lot more invested in it and um that i imagine is going to then show when you're actually djing yeah right well how will you're next on my hit list okay. you are coming <laughs> in the studio and i am going to be we're going to have a, a frank discussion about vinyl and i will probably get down on my knees and worship you but uh, you know not not in that way but you know i i do i can and then totally i can see both ends of the spectrum again like whereas back in the day i you know, I wanted to be a DJ. That's what everybody does. You know, they like they see the 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 lifestyle and everything that goes with it. Well, they see they see the front of it. They see you standing up in front of crowds of people and doing it. Um, and everybody wants that. Everybody sees the dream and and wants to do that. And it is a lot easier now with a controller or yeah. MP3 and and WAV files. I mean, crikey, I've got fifteen and fifteen thousand tracks on my laptop with me. You know, and it's like. What would you do with that? You would never have been able to get that with vinyl. Yeah. Um, but going back to the whole vinyl thing and looking at shops like Catapult, exactly, um, and we spoke about the other day about... Um, crikey. I'm so sorry. I've forgotten his name now. Craig. Craig Bartlett yeah. used to have a, a, um, a shop down on Mill Lane again where it filmed Human Traffic. See, another plug, Human Traffic. <laughs> Justin Kerrigan, you're next as well. Um, but yeah. The whole the way that people consume their music these days as well. Do you find that that has any impact? Do you think that people might come out again to the vinyl only things because it's something different? Because it's like, wow, I get to see somebody on vinyl rather than just somebody again pre-recorded. Yeah, um, you, you've probably heard this before, but yeah, I, I think everyone who's of a certain age now and they see how um, people approach music or how they you know consume it, I suppose. 
um it is very different uh you know i used to listen you know i used to have a selection of cds and you know you can guarantee that each of those would be played a thousand times um but now when you can go on you've got spotify subscriptions and soundcloud subscriptions um music's become a lot more disposable a, a lot less cherished i suppose uh than it ever used to be um so i suppose the vinyl makes it real. It makes it tangible. It makes yeah. it, you can feel it. You can see it. Um, you, you can hear the age through it, I suppose, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, and it, it does take you to a specific point in time. So if you are from that era, uh, you know, it's going to bring back all that, those nostalgic memories. Yeah. Um, and hopefully if you're new to it, uh, you, you know, you can see what all the fest was sort of about, uh, yeah. back, back, back in the day, you know? Oh, I'm really, I am so looking forward to this now. <laughs> it's just like the more you're talking about it, the more you're building it up. It's absolutely great. Um, but yeah, so the event is the 29th of February. It is, yep. yep so and um, it, it's a leap year, so we, we might see a few proposals as well while we're going on. Yeah, but not on the dance floor, guys. <laughs> Can you keep that stuff for later? Don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but no, you go for it. If you, if the if the mood takes you, then do what you feel. You know, we were talking again. Um, you know, back in the 90s, um, where you used to go for a night out, and it would just be there for the love of the music. Yep. And it sounds to me that that is what this is all about for you and for the other people that run Journey as well. It sounds like you've got this real passion yeah. as well, which is great because I'm I'm loving it, you know, and to see that passion in people and to see that it's still alive and kicking in Cardiff because I think that sometimes that it's sort of missing. It's sort of just, oh, it's just another dance night or it's just another R&B night or whatever. But when you get behind the scenes and you see the passion that it actually still goes into it, it's it's great to see. So um so yeah anyway the the night is on the 29th of February it's down in the vaults uh, in Cardiff Bay yes near the Exchange Hotel isn't it by the Exchange yes and it's a day um so yeah it's uh, in, in the vaults uh, which is just not far from the train station the trains run from Cardiff Central all day long um and it, if you do something illegal you can get a trip down here in a police car the <laughs> station you know, the police station's right next door not that we condone that sort of thing no don't condone it but it just you know saves you on a taxi fare absolutely um and it starts at uh, two o'clock in the afternoon and it runs through till about a quarter past ten at night and then you can jump on the last train to cardiff queen street and then it's a two-minute walk to our after party venue then which we're going to have two rooms in a church uh on um churchill's way awesome and uh, then hopefully the after after party will be back at um one of our houses yeah yeah definitely <laughs> Back in a, a pure, another purely vinyl set. <laughs> and then that will go on till the next journey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But um, before you go as well, I've got to ask, because I've asked like every people, every, every people, every person that comes on the show, um, just if you can pick a couple of tracks that really um, stick in your mind. I mean, I'm guessing that they'll probably be trance tracks, which is amazing. It's something different, um, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. But yeah, if you just three or four tracks that stick in your mind that um, that you yeah, that that you think uh, are worth mentioning. Uh, well, I suppose uh, the, the first one I would probably pick um, would be Randy Katana, In Silence. And the reason why I picked that one is from 2004, which is the year that Journey started. So I've got a lot of memories from Above and Beyond playing it at Journey. I've got a lot of memories from Residents playing it at Journey from that time. And it's just those one of those tracks that, withstands the test of time it could be released today and i think people would think it was a fresh and yeah. um original track and i don't think it's necessarily trance even though you'll hear it in a trance set 
because it's it's got a structure that's unlike any other any other track, I suppose. Okay. Um, but that does bring me back and has happy memories from that period in time. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I'm going to go for another one then from from that sort of period as well, from about 2003, 2004. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. Um, Insignia, Open Your Eyes, which is a fantastic track. And it's been redone a little bit over the years as well. I think Sean Ty has done a couple of remixes um, a few years ago. And I, th I have heard a couple of newer remixes of it as well. But the, the original is the best. I think I first heard it on a Paul Oakenfold CD. And it was just one of those that you know really does transport you. Um, yeah. and, and is the epitome of, of, of what trance can be. Um, if you're looking for another one. Yeah, come on, another two. See what we've got. I feel like I'm just going towards these big, big trans, uh, trans anthems. Hey, I mean, trans, trans anthems are great, but I mean, you know, I was thinking, if you want, we can go with Mario Pugh Communication, if you well, really that's want. That's <laughs> absolutely fine. You know what? That would make Richie Knight absolutely super happy as well. Yeah. Uh, if we were to go for that. And um, you know what? Maybe we'll go for one that's typical for me as well then, or of, of, yeah. of, of the moment, uh, which is... Um, because I'm very much into my sort of John Double of Fleming sounds at the moment. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm involved in um, a night called Dance Love Hub in London, um, which which books a lot of chief artists. The music there is fantastic. Um, you know, it builds up every event they have. It builds up from nice progressive sounds, chunky yep. techno, uh, melodic uh, house, and it builds it slowly through to trance, through to side trance at, at the end as well. So. Um, I will go for a classic, and I'll say uh, John W. Fleming, Tour de Trance, uh, would be my, my my choice then. That's amazing. Right, well, thank you so much for coming in today, Rob. That's my really pleasure. great, well, thank you for and, me. Uh, thank you. That's all right, no problem. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we get some more people down to uh, to Journey as well. Um, and, yeah, keep an eye out for Journey as, uh, you know, as you travel through Cardiff. And, uh, yeah, definitely get down to one of their nights. Anyway, thanks a lot, Rob. Take care. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Bye.